Here we go. All right, here we go. Noon report. Bright sunshine. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. Yes, noon report live. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Where's Roberta Farrell? I don't think I put my title. There we go. All right, I think we should be good. 12.04, we're live on the radio in two minutes. Two minutes, everybody. And then we will be uh, beginning everything, getting everything underway. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. You know, I did not. We're going to have to roll with it. It's the Noon Report live. Don't forget, vigil tonight, 6.30, if you can make it. Hi there, Brenda. Brenda's joining us. David Sanmartino steps up. Folks, I'm going to walk through the Charlotte Lester case. My goodness, did Juan forget to put the title? I think so. We are two minutes out, two minutes out. Distracted by the loss of Anne. Folks, Anne from Cranston has left us. 94 years young. Good. Thank you, JR. Uh, no, actually. She had been uh, faltering a little bit. All right, one minute. One minute. One minute to go. Here we go. You know the drill. <coughs> I think so. By now. Who do I see? Yes. Hi there, Deborah. Yes. Yes, it is. There's Pamela. Hi there, Vincent. Feeling, Juan's feeling a little sad over the loss of Anne. It was very nice of her family to include me in their, the obituary write-up of her. And I did get a chance to meet her, and we had some fun, and I stop and see her. So, all right, we're live on the radio in just a moment. We're without a title here. Hmm. We are less than a minute, less than a minute. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Right now it's 1206 Good afternoon to everybody tuned in, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, 
depending on where you are, you can listen at the website, dipetro.com. How do I do that? You just click at the top where it says listen live. And then I want to welcome everybody in, tuning in for the noon report on Facebook. It's the, just find my, it's the show page, John DePietro show on Facebook. And then here I am. And this is the noon report. Some people watch it later. Some people watch it live. You can interact with others. It's a happening. And it's all brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, what a season they're having. Look at this nice sunshine on this Tuesday, May 16th. Hard to believe it is a year later. I'm going to talk about the Charlotte Lester case. But you can see behind me, everyone on uh, Facebook can see the Den of Thieves behind us. But PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, where they have fantastic vegetables and herbs annuals perennials hangers 10 inch 12 inch moss baskets 12 inch patio pots right off of route 4 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown tropical hibiscus mandevilla plants great quality merchandise anything that you want to plant on your property go there first it's quality tremendous service family-run business they're open seven days a week. They grind it from now until Christmas. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, we have some updates on the website, dipetro.com, Charlotte Lester, uh, one year later. I'm going to start off talking about that. And then also we have all the episodes of Cranston PD Live. We have um, obviously info on what happened in Coventry last week, Carbuncle Pond. We try to cover the stories. A lot of times other media ignore. We go more in depth. If you want the details, like the real story of the Charlotte Lester case, check out. It's on DePetro.com. And the title of it is Charlotte Lester case approaches one year. Um, but it is, it's obviously the, the anniversary. So, but check it out on the website, DePetro.com. Brought to you by the Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue, West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. Hey, they're waiting for you at the coincidence so i'm going to um i'm going to talk about the charlotte lester case because some of the things in the media i want people to be clear now not everyone can attend that's fine but there is going to be a vigil tonight has she been found no i'm a little confused that people say oh did they find her they're having a vigil no but it's been one year and i'm going to talk about that but we will live stream tonight for however long it goes I, I don't think, unless some news breaks, I don't think I'll then be live later. You know, last week, that was four hours in Coventry. Four hours. It actually took me a half hour to get there because the Coventry st um, situation was almost right near the Connecticut line. And then it was a half hour back. So it was an hour getting there. They were on scene for three hours. And as I'm riding back, I get a message from someone. Are you going live tonight? Am I going live tonight? We were just live for three hours. <laughs> Am I going live tonight? What, like what? I don't know. I mean, if there's something like really major. But other than that, it, it just took four hours out of my day. So later tonight, you, you don't have to say, do you think you're going live? I mean, I don't know. Um, if there's something major happen, be there. If not... You know, um, it's it's a little bit of, of an odd day. Now, before I talk about Charlotte Lester, there is an obituary in um, this morning's Providence Journal that I've been sharing. 
and and that is the passing of our friend and i did become friends with her and from cranston those of you who used to listen to me um she was she lived in cranston anna moretti and from cranston would call and she just she would make notes she would lose her train of thought she would uh, mispronounce names sometimes Ciceline, miss ramundi we used to play the clip of that with cool keith um and then ann and i became friends just because she was so entertaining and i really got a kick out of it and then when she would go places she would just start talking and people would be like you know say oh my god are you ann from cranston folks it's almost kind of sad because of how far that station has fallen i mean now no one will and, and it's in the providence journal this morning you know always speak her mind often heard calling her favorite radio show the john DePietro show you know you would never hear it there will never be an obit that said you know um frequent caller to the dan pork show or the other two how about there was some kind of covid thing over the weekend and um and they played a video of matt allen and i know some people like him so i'm not supposed to criticize him but he he he's saying in the video that during covid the media didn't ask the right questions locally. <laughs> never went. Hey, hey, pal, you're you're a never went to one briefing, never went to one briefing. His the station, Piero, they were at every well, almost every every other briefing. None of them went. I went to one hundred and twenty five covid briefings. The media didn't ask the right question. Like, what, what is your problem? What are you, an idiot? The media didn't ask the right questions. You could have gone. My God, the laziness of that crew. Between Pork Boy and him and the cackle, never once did they attend one thing. When they used to be able to submit questions just through an email, oh, he was all up on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I actually have to go somewhere? I have to, like, actually drive somewhere? And, and then go to an event and attend it? So I get firsthand, you know, just the media wasn't like asking the right question. The media wasn't asking the right questions. What are you, an observer? Imagine being on the beach and there's someone struggling or whatever, and the lifeguard's like, I don't know where the lifeguard is. Yeah, it's, that's funny. You're sitting there in orange trunks with a whistle around your neck, sitting on the high chair. Wow. All right. Anyhow, but Anne from Cranston. Um, when Chafee said it's a holiday tree and I went to, you know, we went to town, we made that a national story. I was on O'Reilly. Um, I have the picture. It's a great photo. Jesse Waters is interview is, was interviewing, uh, myself and Jacqueline Claire, who was in a Mrs. Claus dress at the state house, the crowds behind us. We packed the place and from Cranston, uh, was there. And then when she was calling in. The Fox people that week, I, I was on, um, I think I was on with Laura Ingram, and I was definitely on with O'Reilly, and then I was on Fox and Friends, and they said, we'd like some audio of some of your callers, like how are people discussing the the Chafee situation, where he won't call it a, a Christmas tree. 95% um, of the state, you know, was against him. But anyhow, so we submitted, Cool Keith and I submitted audio of Ann from Cranston, and it was just still so funny. I have some video of it i'll find it later but of um you know there's fox and there's ant from cranston discussing what an idiot dumbbell chafee was governor gump 
So, uh, but she was great. She was fully on board with Trump. She was, you know, Anne from Cranston was uh, politically incorrect, obviously, didn't care, old school, grew up on Federal Hill, uh, new patriarcha. She was just, you know, she was great. She was great untamed. And, and um, as much as, like, there's parts of that that I miss, I'm also reminded, I, I used to have to, like, battles of, we had a new manager one time at the station. They're like, well, she can't be on anymore. Like, what are you talking about? You have no idea what you're talking about. Like, this is the type of stuff that used to, I used to have to deal with. And then they wouldn't let her on. And then he would say to Cool Keith, do not put her through. Stupid. Totally. No idea. Guy left, went on, and destroyed uh, another radio station. Total no talent. But anyhow. But Anne was... Um, and then on my birthday, 2015... I think 2015... Um, Cool Keith invited, we had Walter Miller and Ann from Cranston in studio for my birthday show, and it was hilarious to this date. Now, it was on TuneIn, and now for some reason we I can't pull it up, but I have video of it, I think. We have video of it, and Walter was in rear form. He's passed away, but Ann from Cranston was um, was just great in the way she'd pull her thoughts together. <laughs> and one more thing about Ann from Cranston. So we worked out a bit where... Um, and Sal came came up with it. Where, and and I'm not saying you know we initially originated from, but we we took a recording of Ann. Ann from Cranston, <clears throat> and and what we did was we had Cool Keith, put in beep sounds, so when she was saying, someone like whoever Chafee whoever was out of his mind, we'd put a beep in there, so what it sounded like she said he's out of his blanking mind, right? So we're replaying just like a minute of a conversation with Ann. And it sounds like she is dropping F-bombs all over the place. So we're, we're howling about it. And then she, she called and left a message saying that people were seeing her saying, hey, what happened? You were, you were swearing on the radio station. So first I was a little thrown. And then Sal, who is a brilliant sense of humor, said, what you want to do is, so then we took the recording of her leaving the voicemail <laughs> and put beeps in on that. So then it sounded like, again, she, it, we finally, we had to stop just because she didn't fully get the joke. So, and, and she was running into people like her niece is like, what are, what are you swearing on the radio? I have to beep you out. And she was like, let me tell you, I was, she was going to say, you know, I was so mad, but we're playing and I was so beat, mad. And it sounded like she's like using F bomb. So, but anyhow, um, Anne from Cranston has passed away, and it was very nice of her family to include me in a real bit. Now I'm going to talk about Charlotte Lester. Now we're going to talk about the Lester case. And folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Hey, listen, one way to improve your home or your property is to get it paved. J. Perry Paving. Call them today. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, free estimate. Any project, letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, J. Perry, letter J, J. Perry Paving. What a difference it'll make. Your driveway or a patio or your parking lot. Licensed and insured contracting company called J. Perry Paving for a free quote. You know, nothing... I've gone out and filmed them. They're fantastic. They're professional. 
their prompt. They do fantastic, tremendous work. What a difference it'll make. J. Perry Paving. Free estimate. Call right now, 401-732-1730. And remember, no one is uh, better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them, 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. And then they're also online with their online website. It's jperrypaving.com. Well, folks, at 1218, good afternoon. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I, I want to just mention, I love this story of that Marine in New York who, you know, under fire, jumps into action. The people in the subway are thanking him. I mean, it's, it's tragic what happened, but people are amazed that he's a, a defense fund for him has raised over two million dollars now someone was sending me um a link saying that they think that it was shut off and it's possible i mean i've been very preoccupied this morning but the um but but people were somewhat thrown that the marine defense fund for that guy that stepped up in new york um and you know jumped into action on the on the subway platform of of course it's it's sad what happened and then look at the way you know kid rock has donated thousands to the defense fund um his name is marine petty kid rock he is a hero uh i mean all of the crowdfunding support for penny and meanwhile, Jordan Neely was the guy that was, was making over $2 million raised legal defense for the former Marine charged the manslaughter. I, I, I don't know exactly. We're going to have to see. That will still have to go to a grand jury. A crowdfunded defense fund now exceeds $2 million. 24-year-old Marine veteran intervened to subdue a mentally ill man behaving erratically. You know, as, as normal, where was the family? Where was the family of that homeless guy that was frightening everyone on the subway train where were they you know now they're stepping forward now they're stepping forward but jordan neely's family where were they as as this guy was then you know going around and, and threatening everyone um it's not a reward sonny hostin on the view i'll play that he made two million for killing young black men in DeSantis was it? No, no, he's not. It, it's a defense fund, so he will be able to have a, a solid defense. Um, I want to. Um, I'll tell you, Kid Rock. He is. He is the guy. Steps out there, isn't he? Mister Penny's a hero. He, Kid Rock, the guy first on Bud Light, now on this. You got to admire it in this day and age. That so many people back down and won't say anything. And then someone like Kid Rock steps forward. All right, I'm going to touch on the Charlotte Lester case. Tonight, today is tonight. It's the one-year anniversary. She has not been found. Let me just get that straight. I don't understand these people. Don't you think I would post something? Oh, is she found? What The family is having a vigil to mark the fact that she disappeared one year ago. And I'm going to talk about it right now after I remind you that if you need urgent care, at Med Urgent Care, walk-in routine, urgent care center, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnston, in the Atwood Medical Center, 
5750 Post Road East Greenwich at, uh, excuse me, at Med Urgent Care. This is where you want to go. If you need urgent care, A-T-M-E-D, at Med Urgent Care, doctors and nurses, the care you need fast. I've told you when I've had to go, they've seen me in less than, less than a half hour at Med Urgent Care. If you want to wait at a hospital emergency room, that's that's entirely up to you. Free country, not me. At Med Urgent Care. This is where you want to go next time you have an emergency. All right. 1223. Uh, you're listening on this Tuesday, May 16th to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. One year ago today at this time, it was a Monday. Today's Tuesday, May 16th. It was a Monday. Charlotte Lester was alive. She stayed in a very short circle of her life. She lived in a condo on Post Road between East Greenwich and Warwick. She had her dog. She had her red truck. And she would basically stay very close to home, either be on Post Road in East Greenwich or down into the Appenog section. So one year ago, that night, she went to the liquor store right there in Appenog. I, I know that because I've talked to the people in there. She was in there that night. Uh, I've, I've posted on the website what she was wearing that night. She was a regular customer there. Charlotte had been up and down in her life. I thought it was a, a very good um, piece in, in the Providence Journal where <clears throat> Kathy um, of the Lester, of you know Charlotte's family, was speaking out and saying, you know, she had just kind of fallen into a, a groove in her life. But I, I interviewed, um, I, excuse me, I, I spoke to the people at the liquor store. She went in there that night and she purchased wine for herself. And then she also purchased beer for a somewhat new relationship she had with a male. She hung around in Appenog. And then right around 10 o'clock near the crow's nest, boom, went up. Reportedly, according to witnesses and the Warwick police, she went up the hill, Staples Avenue in Warwick, one year ago, right around 10 o'clock, and has never been seen alive again. Now, some of the things I want to go through, it's important. It's important to point out Fact, fiction, myth, um, I find a lot of the media reports are somewhat wanting or could be phrased better in some ways, such as, and I fully get that by pointing it out, um, that, you know, that, that other, some other members of the media may not like that, but there was a, a piece uh, someone posted this morning, maybe they adjusted the headline. I'm looking at ABC6. One year after disappearance, family of Charlotte Lester wants answers. Okay, I like that better than hope that she's returned safely. You know, folks, I, I also, this has been a learning lesson for me because, <clears throat> you know, in, in, in our society, hear me out, at 1226, uh, you can't just come out if you're in my position and just start making accusations about someone, right? So we have to go with the facts that have been laid out. At no point have I ever identified anyone as 
uh, as some people wrongly have said, but as, as you know, the killer or something like that. We've never said that. I have continually, consistently said this is a missing persons case. This is a missing persons case. So at some point, I believe it will change. And I have full faith in the work police. They will solve this. But I, I, I somewhat am surprised at people that will post, well, I certainly hope she safely is returned to her family. Folks, it's not happening. What world are you living in? Anyone, by the way, that's repeating that. You know, at some point, somebody, someone is going to be charged. And without a body, what do you think the defense is going to say? Oh, she could be out there somewhere. She's not out there somewhere. She's not out there somewhere. Her dog was found two nights later. And then the truck was found at Kent Hospital that Monday. And I applaud the Lester family for saying exactly what we've been, you know, trying to explain to some people. She was a victim of crime. She was a victim of crime. She will not be found alive. There's no trail of her. There's no cell phone. There's no credit cards. People just don't vanish. So, no, she's not going to be. I pray it's in God's hands she's be returned. She's not being returned safely to her family. At this point, the only thing you can hope for is going to be justice in the case, that someone is going to be held responsible for this. But get that out of your mind, unless you're working for a defense attorney, because that's the only person that would put that forward at this point. Anyone that's saying she's alive, at this point, in my eyes, you're working with the defense. I don't know how else to explain to people. Some people either don't follow the evidence of where it leads, or they, they I don't know what it is, but I draw parallels you know, what do you, what do you think Brian Walsh and Anna Walsh, what do you think that defense is going to be, is going to be, she's missing. She may turn up, right? You, you can't convict Brian Walsh of Cohasset because they've, they've never found a body. She could be alive. Are you going to convict this guy of murder when they've never found a body? It's very difficult when someone that commits an act gets a head start. Some of the, you know, I, I want to come back to, and I know for some people it's a little redundant, but I this whole business of like, she could be anywhere, that's not true. No. How would someone get somewhere? Anything's possible. That's not true. No. Anything is not possible. Someone suddenly what? Leaves the country? How? Swims? Wouldn't there be an airplane? There'd, there'd be a trail. No, that, that, that's a false narrative. Anything's possible. No, no, that's, that's not accurate. That's not accurate. Anything's possible. I want to come back to where was the location? Where were the police for one month? Well, have they searched in New Hampshire? Why would they search? How would someone get to New Hampshire? Well, I pray she's, she's not being returned safely. I mean, do we have to spell it out? Apparently, she was a victim of crime. And I don't think they ever will fully recover a body. But I also don't buy the fact of no body, no crime. I don't buy that. I don't. Um, 
I do want to, you know, if you take all different pieces of some of the media, I mean, it's not, I don't want to be that, I'm not being critical by saying like there's nothing good. There's different pieces of it. Like Kathy Wilson, who's been the spokesperson, I, I just, you want to listen to her. You want to listen to what she is saying. And she lived her life in a very small circumference. Um, you know, she was a harmless figure. And last seen, last, a year ago, Monday night, May 16th, right around 10 o'clock. Appadog area, right up from the crow's nest. Um, and then, true, she was not reported missing to that Thursday. That does put the police behind an eight ball. It does. A little bit. It does. Um, <clears throat> you can't go back. I agree. It is a shame that someone in her inner circle, if someone had called the police that Tuesday, at least then they start looking Wednesday because normally they have to wait 24 hours. Normally. We don't know. Not reported till Thursday. Potentially, potentially gives someone time to tie up loose ends, clean things up a little bit, and then by the time the police arrive, they feel pretty confident in their um, ability, potentially, potentially, hypothetically, to conceal a crime. Look at Brian Walsh. I want to go back to that case, Cohasset. When, when the Cohasset police showed up at his house unannounced, because her work people called them, they noticed that the seats in the car were down and there were plastic covers over it. When they came back on Thursday, the seats were back up and the car had been cleaned. What does that tell you? It means he wasn't expecting the police that Wednesday. She was reported missing the police on Thursday, May 19th. Um, the police search activity in the Arnold next neighborhood drew attention to home she had frequented. I, I don't understand why they don't mention who owned it. The house was a place that factored into speculation about the mystery in local media, including social media. I think that's supposed to be me. Uh, but again, here, here's the problem. Um, no mention they were there for a year, a month, excuse me, nothing. So far, work police have not provided any definitive evidence pointing to her demise, and they haven't accused anyone of perpetrating any crime. Her body has not been recovered. We're working on it, said the work police. It's definitely not a cold case. But notice they don't mention that the police were there at Mark Perkins' house for a month. Why would you not? Why would you leave that out? Providence Journal, why wouldn't you mention that that nutcase attacked me and Ladybug? See, that's where media bias comes in. This is where the reporter's like, oh, forget it then. I'm not going to mention it. Like that, that's, Lester's family believes she's no longer alive and was the victim of a crime. Um, they have evidence. The police continue to work on it. We have posted different evidence about it. But you have to question, why would the Providence Journal doing a story on that fail to mention the individual, just a house? It's like it's, a, it's like a park bench. Why would you fail to mention Mark Perkins' house police were there for a month 
and dug up the septic system. Why would you leave that out? I, 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 you're, folks, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer on that. Um, it, it, it defies logic why you would leave that out. That's the journal. Channel 10, family and friends to hold vigil for Charlotte Lester one year after her disappearance. Oh, was she found? <sighs> no, she hasn't been found. Found her dog, love letters. They also found love letters. See, that's not accurate, Channel 10. No, no, no. Lois found the love letters during the search. Our crew with Kathy, we found the love letters. Work police found the dog abandoned. Later, they found her car in hospital. They also found love letters. Not true. It was Lois that found that. Oh, good. There's a picture of the search from last Memorial Day. For weeks, his Channel 10 police taped off a home on Staples Avenue. Won't say why. Vigil at 630. They don't mention that the septic system was dug up. They don't mention Perkins was arrested for trying to kill myself and Ladybug. Again, folks, I have, you know, I'm at a loss. I don't understand why. Why would you leave that out? And here's the problem with local media. When you leave out things like that, I think it, I think it just, you know, what else are you leaving out? Channel 6, the owner of the home, told police he didn't know where she was. He later faced assault charges for attacking radio host John DePietro with a lawnmower. I was doing a Facebook Live on the case. Uh, DePietro also faced a trespassing offense, but the charge was later dropped. Not true. Case was dismissed. Let's see. One year later, here's the line. One year later, her loved ones haven't given up hope. That is completely false. What's wrong with Channel 6? Haven't given up hope? Who are you talking about? No one thinks that. Channel 6. Nobody. Wrong. No. No. The family's living in reality. The family's dealing in reality. No. Wrong. No, that's, that's inaccurate. Like, how hard is this? It shouldn't be that hard. There are established facts. Look how they pick and choose. Is there any wonder why people lose confidence with a lot of the media and how it's reported? I, I mean, I get the part they don't want to credit my program and everything else, but, and I'm not even upset about, all right, case dismissed, whatever, but it, at least don't say the family is hoping she's going to be found alive. They're, they're, that's not their mindset. I mean, they, you'll hear from, them tonight they're not thinking that you don't hear them you know there, there are like that woman on the the cape i think or where was it that disappeared for whatever more than 24 hours and then they just found her along the rocks but it's alive by the way all right i'm gonna i also just want to check the channel 12 coverage folks this portion of the program is brought to you by Falcon Pest Services. Call today, 401-739-1322. 401-739-1322. Call John and Kelly. Now, they also have a good opportunity for the right person, but Falcon Pest Services, 
serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, locally owned and operated, pest control company, protects home and businesses. If you're looking for an exterminator, has experience ridding properties, pests, call them. Ants, termites. Did you see some ants this morning or roaches or mice or rats, mosquitoes? Single family homes, multifamily housing, condos, apartments, businesses, Falcon Pest Services. Call them, 401-739-1322. Look for them on Facebook, and they're online at falconpestservice.com. Well, folks, good afternoon at 1239, um, and it's okay because I believe the Charlotte Lester case um, I believe it will be solved. I believe there will be an arrest. And I have, for those that want to take the time, it's all right there. It's all right there on the website. I can't do more than I've done. It's just, you, you have to go, and, and I know some people don't like to read, but you have to read it, right? We broke the story. They, I, we broke the story a year ago in June that they found her blood in the house, right? Then I broke the story about the mattress, which is why then, you know, orange ski mask lawnmower man attacked me is because I broke the story about the mattress. Um, th there's different, you got to remember, you know, how did that truck get to Kent? There's, there's a video trail. Um, Charlotte had a very identifiable truck what was Perkins saying in the first 24 to 48 hours after she disappeared? That's all important. I want to be very clear. No one's been charged in this. No one's been charged as of yet. It is still remains a missing persons case. However, for those that want to take the time to look, there's a, there's a lot of evidence and a pattern and the family in that Facebook page, um, Finding Charlotte Lester, has, has put out, again, for those that want to take the time. I think we, we live in a day and age that a lot of people just, they just don't want to help us find Charlotte Lester. You know, everything, that is a thoughtful Facebook page that was started. It has photos, it has information um it it has a lot all the clues are there including you know some recordings of the family and meaning the person the owner of the home on staples um but this this business of you know it's a wide circle it could be that is not true that is not true and again the, that information is is on that page and i put it there I want to be really clear, folks. I mean, listen, all I don't like when the media are going to cover it the way they're going to cover it, right? Um, I've already explained. I mean, the difference is we don't just, no one sends me out. We don't just go through the motions and, and report the, you know, the basic bare bones. We, we investigate the story. And so that's why there's so much more information about it i'm just looking at lester was last seen may 16th appenog section of warwick right near going up to staples avenue 
looking for, dog found wandering, detectives later discovered the pickup truck at Kent, search party found a series of letters addressed to her, that's true, Channel 12, give them credit, that was Lois that found those, ending with information, blah, blah, blah. But the notion that anyone that says, you know, I just hope, I'm praying, you know, the whole praying thing, I... I'm praying she is returned safely to her family. Anyone that says that is not paying attention. And and I'm not knocking prayer. I'm not. But I, I take issue with someone even putting forth that false narrative that the family um, is, is, you know, along the lines of they, they just want to return. Right? Like it's like a stolen car or something. I mean, that's, that's just, it's not factual. If you listen to what the family of Charlotte Lester say, they want justice with this case. Anyone that has observed, we've learned a lot more than we knew a little over a year ago. Over the course of the summer, certainly the case came more into focus. Um, and I also want to be clear that, you know, I received an email or a message, so social media, someone like, you seem to know more than you're saying. I, I mean, of course that's the fact. But it's not like there aren't clues. For those that want to pay attention, there are clues. Some people just will, you know, as I've said in the past, the old joke of someone doesn't know who's buried in, in Grant's tomb. Right? Who's buried in Grant's tomb? I don't know. It, the, the more you get involved with cases like this, the more I understand that some people just don't, don't get that. For those that, that have followed the case and want to pay attention, there are clues. There's a lot of clues. And, and I want to go back to something that I've said, which is, you know, last, if you remember last June, we had Lieutenant Gannon on, retired with the Providence Police. We had Attorney Dodd on. I mean, we, by covering it, you meet more people in the circle. You, you just, you start to uncover more. And, and you learn by doing that. Even myself, I mean, I learn from policing by doing that. We learn, you learn about the law, right? They, they, they had to show a judge some evidence to be able to sit on that house for a month. They weren't there for an afternoon. They weren't there for a day. They weren't there for a week. They were there a month, Warwick Police. 24-7, they sat on that house. Guarded. Crime scene, no one in or out, no one on the property for a full month. What does that tell you? No other place that we are aware of, I don't believe any other place was searched like that. So the notion that there could be other suspects out there, Let's just say, if you go to the Facebook page, uh, help us find Charlotte Lester, they laid out pretty conclusively with the help of a private investigator that they were able to eliminate people as suspects, which is often the case of, of an investigation. That's what you want to do. In an investigation, as much as you're trying to find who's responsible, it also helps if you can eliminate people from your list folks this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by propane plus call them today 
885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus. Heating and cooling, three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery. They offer online billing. You can get a free safety inspection. They have a very user-friendly website. If you're listening right now at 1246 on this Tuesday, you can log on to their website, propaneplus.com, residential, commercial, put in your zip code, and they're always there for you. Heating and cooling, Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. It's Propane Plus, three generations. If you use propane, you want to contact Propane Plus. And remember what they say, by the way, about propane. Um, It is unlike other type of propane is energy for everyone. Propane is affordable. Propane is sustainable. Propane is equitable. It's good for the environment. And now it's renewable. Propane Plus, Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call them. Call Propane Plus today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, good afternoon. At 1247, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. If you have an appliance in your home not working properly, call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Well, right now at 1248, folks, again, um, as far as uh, just a programming note, so tonight we're going to be part of the vigil. And for those that can go, I, I mean, otherwise you can just watch it. Otherwise, you can um, just watch it. The Cranston City Council member, let's let's wait and see how that um, plays out in court. Let's see how that plays out before you know. That's that that's a tough one. That is um, a tough situation. I I know that I have um, been talking quite a bit about the situation and I'm not even sure what term we should be using um, you know most of the time whether it's the McKee people whoever they want to use the term homeless but I I don't um, I, I'm not like all these stories Cranston Street Armory hundreds of EMS calls from the moment they start taking this crowd in look at Motel 6 there's, there's no one solving the problem, and I don't know. I just think it has to be a different. It has to be a different um, approach. It has to be a, a different approach to the whole thing. So than than what we've we've already seen. But I also want to touch on that this situation with the school committee member. You know, if the, if they don't think 
that why people get so dismayed when we learn something like that this Bacchus and Warwick School Committee member has DUI charge dropped. I mean, that this is like what is happening? Talk about two different sets of rules. What, why would the charge, when she emerged from the plea hearing, she no longer faced the charge of driving under the influence? A prosecutor dismissed the charge against Karen Poopy Pants Bacchus. She pled no contest to a charge of simple assault. The judge filed the simple assault charge for one year, James Carullo. The court activity brought partial resolution to a situation developed in February when Bacchus was arrested driving near City Hall around 10 o'clock. It was on February 18th. Um, they stopped her on West Shore Road, driving too far to the side of the road. And, you know, it's when after arrest, she posted an apology. I'm embarrassed, blah, blah, blah. How is that possible? that the DUI charge dropped after she, you know, we've as we've gone in, had the accident in the cruiser. Talk about two different sets of rules. How How is the DUI charge dropped? What about the Burville council person? Is that charge going to be dropped? Now we go to, you know, and I know Matt Riley. I've interviewed him. He seemed like a nice guy. I don't know what happened with him. He was arrested yesterday, apparently, smoking crack in the parking lot of a hair salon on Pontiac Avenue. This is the type of, why, why is the charge against Bacchus, why is a DUI charge being dropped? Um, other than, you know, Jason Knight, who's a rep, was her attorney on this. And this is someone who gets... You know, DUI charge dropped. That makes that makes no sense at all. Uh, this shows Karen Backus leaves with her attorney, Jason Knight. Folks, it reeks of two different sets of laws. And this problem with DUI, what, what message does this send? That the DUI charge against her is dropped because if she was saying she's a state worker. She then even swings and hits a police officer. And they're going to drop the charges. Why do we think that there's two sets of rules? Nothing dismays the public more. And let's see what type of action. Let's see what type of coverage this gets. Why is it that this is ludicrous? Why? What do you mean it's being dropped? Why is it being dropped? Because she refused the test? What? What's the lesson with DUI? What's the lesson in this? Just always drop. Just, just don't take the test. That's what the, the real lesson is. Is um, don't agree to the test. And then they'll figure out a way to get you out of it. I mean, that is absolutely disgraceful. That uh, Poopy Pants Bacchus. That arrest report. And again, I, I get the whole thing. She's a state worker. She's a union member. She's on the work school committee. Um, and now it becomes, as a result of that, she gets protected. So, so, but, but here's the thing. That's why someone, that's why someone feels 
that it's okay for them to drive under the influence and then carry on in that manner and attack a police officer. Um, the reason why that happens is because they believe they're allowed to get away with it. And if you're going to get let her get away with it, what about the city council guy in Barville that got banned? And that was a hit and run. Uh, Cranston police, city council member, had cocaine and fentanyl. Uh, I guess if he hires back his attorney, then, you know, there's someone that should. And then you hate the, the judiciary. Did they offer something? It, it, it's just, th this is, how is it possible that someone that was behaving in that manner is able to skate on a charge like that? They should not be able to. Bacchus, two sets of rules. Two sets of rules. There's nothing even funny about that. Her behavior, she's very fortunate in something like that. Um, as, as some of you that watch Cranston PD Live, and again, folks, at 1255, good afternoon, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It was, um, it was not this past week, but the week before, you had a DUI uh, driver that either A, was going to end up on Route 10, and instead... The guy slammed into a city utility pole and the whole thing engulfed in flames. So, or could have gone head on into someone else. In this day and age with between, you know, rideshare service, between everyone has a cell phone. It's not like years ago, someone needed like, hey, can I find a payphone and call a taxi? I mean, now it can't get any simpler than it is. But that is a huge mistake by... Warwick, because that's who did it. Warwick decided to drop the DUI charge. Um, if 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 you're if you know someone that could, like what lesson does this what message does this send to other drivers in Warwick? Now again, the police can only do, do their job, but that starts to become the city prosecutor. They work it out with the judge. Um, I'm sure she. I would think apologize to the police department. But I, I still don't know who's paying for that, for the cruiser to get cleaned in that manner. But this is a joke that Bacchus has now, um, that they dropped the, the DUI charge. I mean, what uh, under what guise? Why would it be? DUI charge dropped. What an absolute joke struck the police officer, brought to the work police department. Two different sets of rules. Why is this the case? Why is this allowed? And it comes down to, and it's not a, a good result, but when someone is saying, hey, I'm a state worker and I'm on the school committee, they're throwing that out for a reason. They're throwing that out for a reason. And I, I would, it's not the police. The police did their job. This comes down to the prosecutor in Warwick and the judge, and they decided to cut her loose on that DUI charge um, that seemed pretty, you know, seemed pretty solid, especially striking the police officer. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Call Chris today for a free quote, 
1852. Limitless outdoors because it's really simple. It's limitless what they can do outside with your home. Their slogan, dream, build, enjoy, limitless outdoors. It starts with a discussion how you want to use your outdoor space. They can design it to fit your aesthetic and lifestyle. Limitless outdoors. Look for them on Facebook. Maybe it's patios, walkways, steps, outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls. Utilize the space, outdoor space you have with limitless outdoors. Call Chris, free quote, 401-580-1852, 401-580-1852 for limitless outdoors. Well, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's 1259 on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Also, remember, if you want your property done, spring cleanup, Contact 401 Cuts. 401 Cuts. They're on Facebook. Local family business. Area code 401 Cuts. Contact them today. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Next hour, another full hour of the show to go. And then tonight, we will be live streaming at the vigil. Charlotte Lester, one year later. It's the John DePietro Show, folks. Again, Another hour to go. You can listen AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or listen online at the website, petro.com. Back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.